afternoon to you. This is Life Happens. My name is Pime Lomotine. Welcome to the show. Someone's already said, oh, you're giving away your age. I take it all. I take it all. Good afternoon. I hope you're having yourself a good day. It is quite wet out here in Johannesburg. I hope you're warm. I hope you are safe wherever you are, especially if you're traveling. Please be careful on the roads there. So coming up on the show later on, on the audit, we're auditing the country from the perspective of young people, particularly those who are running their own little businesses for those who are trying to get by, what ideas they have for the country, what ideas they have for the president, for the finance minister and so on. And they'll obviously give us uh, their take as to what it is that they think could be better managed, even from a municipal point of view. So we're going to be having a really interesting conversation with young people. Here's a story that I want us to look at and focus on. It's a story out of Cape Town. A security guard was murdered. Uh, around the area of Musenberg in Cape Town. And this was happening uh, because there was a riot at a spot where uh, waste pickers go and gather things. So the provision of waste pickers from access to, it's called a coastal park landfill site uh, near Musenberg. So an initial confrontation with security guards. And this started on the 18th of February, escalating to a group of about 100 people fighting to get in. That was at 7 p.m. sunset. And on Wednesday, the 19th of February as well. So reinforcements were called in the next day and around 6.30 p.m. on the Thursday, the 20th of February, according to police, a 40-year-old man who the city says was a security guard was shot and robbed. And the city water and waste department uh, says that the, the this is something that they are obviously following up on. We we want more details to what is happening. We we have a sense of, of the fact that this is not um, looking very good at all. There are contentions around that particular site. Um, Xavier um, Xanthia Limburg, the mayoral committee member of the Waste and Waste Services in the city of Cape Town, joins us, as well as Mandlingkosi, director of Man Cycling. Uh, concept to encourage and promote recycling in the environment. Uh, chairperson of the Igurleni Waste Management Association also joins us now on the line. Thank you both. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you, very Thank much. you for inviting You're me. Welcome. Zanthia, let me start with you. Um, what is the city's stance on access to landfill sites by landfill pickers? Well, the situation at um, our landfill sites, including Coastal Park Landfill, has been an ongoing one for a number of years, where the city has essentially attempted to manage uh, access at the landfill. Um, But the salvaging of waste um, has been phased out over time, and the latest waste management license, which the the Department um, for Solid Waste at the City of Cape Town obtains from national government, uh, indicates that reclamation through salvaging is not allowed on the landfill. And so we are therefore uh, bound to enforce this and will be non-compliant if we do not enforce the, the said conditions um, to ensure, obviously, safety of all. Uh, but the City Solid Waste Department um, is a big jobs creator through the Expanded Public Works Programme um, and in addition to that, we also have an RFQ in place where entrepreneurs are appointed uh, to recycle at our drop facilities for solid waste. Um, 
the appointment of the coastal park uh, recycler was not possible at the moment due to the construction activities that's taking place at the facility to establish uh, what we call a materials recovery facility. And this materials recovery uh, facility will be a facility specifically for the informal recycling sector. Um, And so we're very excited about that project. And so it's essentially about managing the site as best as possible while still ensuring we adhere to our license condition. All right, let me bring in Simon Butter, who's a national coordinator of South African Waste Pickers Association. Simon, thank you so much for joining us as well. Let me just ask you, from your perspective, how is uh, how do you guys, you know, understand um, landfill sites uh, access and and what access people have? What what is your understanding of of the bylaws? What's your understanding of national laws? Okay, thank you, and um, good day to the listeners. Firstly, my condolences to the security family that lost their family. Uh, as the National Coordinator for South African Waste Association, we've been engaging government for the past 11 years. And the city of Cape Town is aware of that. Presently, for the past three years, we've been drafting the guidelines. They did participate and abandon the process whereby waste pickers were supposed to be known how to be part of the system. The guidelines were meant to assist municipalities in terms of working relationship with the waste pickers. We have sent all cities where where we're invited. The city of Cape Town has this mentality of a top-down approach where they think they know. In reality, waste pickers are allowed because there is presently a document in terms of saying how waste gas are to be integrated. Also, the city of Cape Town, they mustn't talk about as if there are no integrated waste management plans. That simply will show how is their plan in terms of managing waste. City of Cape Town is stubborn. For me, as a leader of an organization, we have tried to engage them in terms of waste gas working in communities. Waste pickers in communities have approached them, but there has been a resistance. But we know when we are uh, facing such challenges, the city might have a different view, whereby we know what they wanted to ban waste in, uh, in Wellington. So for us, we are saying the city of Cape Town is in South Africa. Let them know that within, in South Africa, the Department of Environmental Affairs, the department, has drafted the guidelines. They are part of the system. They shouldn't make as if they are not part of the system. They know. I'm so sorry. There has to happen such incidents for them to wake up. They have been called to say, attend this meeting. Lastly, in South Africa, we are part of the International Labor Organization Treaty whereby we know that there's Recommendation 204. That speaks about transition from informal sector to formal sector. We are doing nothing as a city. city. Maybe it's because of the politics in that area. And as an organization, we are not entertaining politics. We have called them to say that we are waste pickers. Let's come and talk about issues related to waste. Look, people have to kill somebody so that they can have access to make a living, a living out of something that is needs to be buried. 
it doesn't make sense. The city of Cape Town must wake up. We are there as an organization. There is the Department of Environmental Affairs. There are industries that are working with us in terms of resolving the problem. <laughs> what we are saying is it's not supposed to be happening again. They have not supposed to stop people to say people can't make a living. Simon, they but don't I- have an alternative. All right. I'm, I'm in conversation with Simon Mbata, National Coordinator of South African Waste Pickers Association. I'm also in conversation with Xanthia Lindbergh, Mayoral Committee Member of the Water and Waste Services in the city of Cape Town. Another guest with me, I uh, haven't spoken to me yet, but uh, they'll be joining me on the line just now. Mandlingosi Nkosi, Director of Man Recycling. They also are in the business of helping and promoting recycling in the city and in the environments. But he is also a chairperson of the Ekurleni Waste Management Association. And really, the story is on the back of a security guard that was murdered at the Coastal Park landfill site in in a dispute after waste pickers were denied access to the dump site. We continue this conversation, and uh, that is that that uh, the, the Coastal Park land site is near Musenberg in Cape Town. We continue that conversation in a short while. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. 21 minutes after 1 o'clock, you're on Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Mutine. A security guard was murdered and the Coastal Park landfill site in a dispute after waste pickers were denied access to the dump site and the prohibition of waste pickers from accessing the Coastal Park landfill site near Musenberg saw initial confrontation with security guards on Tuesday the 18th of February escalating to a group of about 100 people fighting to get in and things obviously went south from that point. On the 26th of February, though, the City and Waste Park Department um, released a statement around what was happening. And I am now joined by Xanthia Lindbergh, Man, uh, Manco, um, Mayoral Committee Member of the Water and Waste Services in the City of Cape Town. Uh, Xanthia, let me start with you one, once again. Um, members who were part of this dispute are saying that you were not very keen, number one, to allow people access to the site and take pictures of the bellowing smokes in that area. What was that reason for? Well, the city operates the facility in terms of the waste management license, which is issued by the National Department um, of Environment, Fisheries and Forestry. Uh, We are bound to operate in terms of the National Environmental uh, Management Waste Act, and that prescribes a range of measures that the Solid Waste Department need to adhere to in safely managing that site. The site was set alight. Um, Multiple parts of the site were uh, on fire, and we had to ensure that the necessary services contain that to minimize the risk of any uh, further spread of that fire, and that was our priority at the time. I think we must also just point out that we operate under national uh, legislation and guidelines, um, and so we are also required to comply to those. And those license conditions which we operate under and which every other municipality operates under is very clear in terms of uh, limiting access to uh, landfill sites because of all of the risks attached to those uh, landfill sites. This in no way way deters from our ongoing commitment towards uh, the establishment of job opportunities within this space. And as I indicated earlier, we have a formalized recycling program that does target to benefit uh, informal um, 
waste recyclers at this particular facility. I'd like to stick a large um, recycling facility. Cynthia, if you don't mind, I'd like those purposes. I'd like to stick to to the issue at hand here, not your future plans. Mandlengosi, you're a director of Man Recycling. What do you know about the story, Mandlengosi, and how better can the sister uh, the, the the city manage it? Thank you very much, uh, uh, Pamela, for the opportunity. Greetings to our listeners and the guests as well. Um, I think this this incident actually it's an eye opener uh, since this actually it's a time clicking bomb that will explode not only in Cape Town. It's unfortunate that the incident took place in Cape Town, uh, but at some point it should start somewhere. I am based in Tineguru Lane in Boxback uh, of such situation, and uh, it doesn't sit well. Ever since we met last year with the minister, and uh, the minister gave us the task from the colloquium that we should, uh, all recyclers, all associations involved with the recycling must speak with one voice. I think having such an, a platform as SAFM uh, that perhaps could be a starting point to start getting into discussion on as to what could be done to speak with one voice, approach all the necessary institutions, including the government, to do the right thing. Uh, looking at the situation, definitely it starts with the mind, the mindset of the community members where they do not recognize or give dignity to people who are doing recycling. That's why as uh, recyclers, we don't want to say we were called names of of such names like abacherezi and waste pickers. We need to be dignified as people that are in business, that people that are... We are not just abacherezi, we are workers that wake up in each and every day. So the turning of the, of the wheel will take time with educating these people and giving them dignity and the stigma removed that waste pickers are just people that are, are picking up trash. We don't pick up trash. We pick up what has got value. And uh, doing that, we are able to provide job opportunities to other people, provide So it goes a long way. The best way, uh, uh, Pamela, I believe, is uh, uh, to follow the mandate that we're given and the guidelines that were given from the colloquium by the minister, they go and, and, and start implementing this. All the recyclers, all the associations must speak with one voice, and the municipality to start implementing, because there is already a program, there is already a plan that is in place. It just needs to be uh, taken seriously and be, be, be practiced. Uh, that, that far as I, as I can think, that is the actual starting point going forward, because this is a learning case where we can see, but this is about to happen even in Nebu Ruleni uh, and Jobek is the similar situation. People fight to get access to, 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 to the material, to the recyclables. So it's not supposed to be like that. Zanthia, obviously, to get to a point where someone actually loses their life means that there is tension. You you say that there are programs in place that are up and coming and that are going to sort out the situation. Surely at this point, um, something else needs to happen because this is quite tense. There have been protests there before. Someone has died. What what engagement do you have with waste pickers? Because it, it doesn't sound good from where we're standing. 
There are existing waste diversion job opportunities within the City Solid Waste Department. At the Coastal Park Landfill Facility, we're expanding those opportunities through the construction of a material recovery facility. Sure, but what I'm asking is your engagement with them, because it doesn't help you making me understand it if the people on the ground who need to work with you are obviously not on the same page with you. I'm asking you, to what extent are you guys making sure that your stakeholders are on the same page with you? We are constantly engaging with the informal recycling uh, community uh, in the surrounding parts of Musenberg. And I must state that we have had a formal interaction since the incident took place. Many of the informal waste um, recyclers that uh, make use of that site indicate that they are astounded by the incidents over the last week. They do not know many of the people who are involved in the recent incidents. Um, and the nature of the incidents to date has been incredibly violent, and I don't think that there's any excuse for violent actual destruction of public infrastructure or the loss of life. And the people that we have been working with in the surrounding communities um, remain partners of us and have indicated that they are equally as astounded by the recent activities because many of them have long-standing relationships with the city and its solid waste department and are active participants in the existing waste diversion opportunities which we are creating. Why? why you, you still haven't answered the question around why you didn't give people access to taking photographs. Those presumably were journalists and, and that did not mean that they were going to go and interfere with the work. Why weren't you mm. allowing people to take photographs? Well, at the time of the uh, invasions to the site, there were uh, fires that were set uh, to the site. We had to ensure that we uh, secure the site. Uh, The South African police services were also on site, as well as a number of other relevant departments, because there is now a formal uh, investigation, a criminal investigation, so the site has to be secured and cleared for all of those purposes. One also has to be reminded of the fact that landfill spaces have highly flammable gases um, and we obviously need to need to safeguard anybody close to or on the site, and that is why access needed to be managed very, very securely. Hmm. Okay, so Anthea Lindberg, who is a mayoral committee member of the Water and Waste Services in Cape Town. My other guests were Mandlin Gorsing, Gorsi, Director of Men's Recycling, also a chairperson of the Ikurleni Waste Management Association. Simon Bata also joined us from the National Coordinator of South African Waste Pickers. This is on the back of a Kirik Tigard, who was murdered at the Coastal Park landfill site after a dispute uh, ensued there at the at the site because access was denied to waste. Because we'll continue checking the story out as as uh, Zanthia said that there is an investigation ongoing at the moment, and we'll give you an update on that. One thirty nine.